Welcome to the LU Moment. Thank you for listening. I'm Shelley Batanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week, we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. This past week, Lamar University mourned the passing of Dr. Kendrick Ong, a faculty member since 2001. Ong was a professor in the College of Engineering who taught mechanical engineering and had served as interim department chair since June 2020. He was a gifted teacher, uh, an exceptional mentor, and always very enthusiastic to work with students and his research. He was acclaimed um, in the academic world and devoted himself to his discipline completely. He mentored many students and worked with seniors on the Tapstone Project, was selected by faculty for teaching awards and by students for teaching awards. He was just loved by all, and uh, we are going to miss Dr. Ong here at Lamar University. Uh, then it's been a time of loss, and last week we announced that Lamar University's president, Dr. Ken Evans, is retiring effective June 20th, June 30th, excuse me, 2021. A search committee launched this past week, as announced by the Texas State University System, of which Lamar University is a member of, and the system office is seeking nominees for members to serve on the search committee. The advisory search committee will be chaired by LU alumnus Texas State University System Regent Bill Scott, and it will be comprised of faculty, academic leaders, staff, students, and LU alumni, as well as community leaders. A very, very important position here in our community. Lamar is such a huge asset, uh, contributing uh, $236 in economic impact to the community and directly responsible for 3,800 jobs. So this is a very important position. Nominations for the search committee will be um, taken until February 8th. If you're an alumni out there and you're interested, um, then, you know, serve on our search committee. That would be great. February is Black History Month, and LU is celebrating in a few unique ways. But this one way, this one celebration I'm really, really excited about, the premier Black History Traveling Exhibit that's in America is coming to Lamar University February 15th. That's a Monday. The Black History 101 Mobile Museum is an award-winning collection of more than 10,000 original artifacts of black memorabilia dating from the transatlantic slave trade era to the hip-hop culture. The Mobile Museum has reached thousands across America with the truth about black history in America through exhibits centered around various themes like slavery, hip-hop, civil rights, Maytown, Michael Jackson, really, really fascinating um, information and probably... Um, an exhibit that you could never uh, get get enough of, or, you know, it's going to be so overwhelming, I think. I'm, I'm excited to see it. The exhibit uh, includes rare artifacts representing categories, including but not limited to slavery, politics, Jim Crow, science, religion, education, music, sports, and civil rights. Now, it's going to be on display um, at the Spencer Student Center on Monday, February 15th, from noon until 5. So you might want to check that out. I am super excited about it. And LU is making its own history for the first time in LU's history. A moot court team advanced to the elimination round of the National Moot Court Tournament. This is at the end of January. And Ali Hamza, a member of the team, ranked one of the best overall speakers. In fact, he ranked eighth over all the speakers. This is a huge deal. At the national event, the LU team of Katie McCall and Ali Hamza progressed to the elimination round where they were narrowly defeated two to one. So they did an amazing job, and we're so proud of them. Um, both McCall and Hamza are uh, enrolled in the Rio Honors College here 
at Lamar University. Yes, we have an honors college. And McCall will graduate this May and begin law school at Texas Tech, University School of Law. We're so excited. And Hamza uh, has one more year, so he'll be in moot court next year before he graduates, and he also plans to attend law school. So we're super proud of our moot court team and um, all that they do uh, to make um, Lamar University uh, renowned in this uh, area of, um, of practice. So congratulations to them. Uh, what else is uh, happening at LU? It is not quiet around here. We've got volleyball going on. We've got uh, you know golf and tennis. Um, typically, all these are you know, fall sports, but they've been postponed because of uh, COVID nineteen. I look forward. Let me tell you, I look forward to a time when when I don't have to use the caveat due to COVID nineteen. Uh, but I digress. Uh, volleyball, baseball is cranking up, basketball is ongoing, and on February 20th, Lamar University will play football at Provo Center Stadium. I, oh, I'm so excited. I, I, I can't wait. And I just, um, I'm, I'm thinking, though, we might like spring football. I mean, we never played football when it wasn't 100 degrees, right? We've never played in the spring. So what if we like it? I mean, it could be a long-lasting, something that maybe we could do and promote in the community for those of us who don't want to be out there when it's 100 degrees. Uh, so looking forward to that. February 20th, Provo Center Stadium. Blaine Morgan will make his debut as LG's head football coach since his hire December 2019. I can't imagine the anticipation that he feels, um, not to mention the rest of us. Get more information about all of Lamar Cardinals sports at lamarcardinals.com. All the schedules are there, everything you need to know. So uh, go and check that out. Last week, we visited with Dr. Andrew Victorious. He is uh, an LU alumni and now an ear, nose, and throat doctor here in Beaumont. And, you know, Lamar University just loves its alumni. And since we're in the month of love now, we thought we'd continue to feature our graduates. This week, local business owner Erica Edgerly joins us. Erica, thank you so much for being with us. Yes, Ann, thank you. I'm so excited. So, talk to us, when did you graduate from Lamar? Are you from the area? Give us a little background about you. Yeah, so uh, I am from the area. I graduated high school from Orangefield High School in 2012 and started my freshman year at Lamar University in the fall of 2012. Um, I graduated from Lamar in the fall of 2016 and um, became a business owner in March of 2017. So kind of just jumped right in right after graduation with no idea what I was getting myself into. Wow. So what classes did you take? What did you major in? How does Lamar prepare you to just jump right into being? I mean, that's brave. That's crazy. Yeah, um, it's crazy. I was uh, 23 years old when I became a business owner and wow. not just like an at-home business owner, like two brick-and-mortar stores, multiple employees, tons of inventory, um, figuring out how to do all that. Um, I graduated with, from Lamar with uh, my bachelor's degree in fashion merchandising and a minor in business. So took a ton of business courses, obviously, and a ton of retail courses and um, had no idea what my life had in store for me. I graduated not really knowing what I was going to do, kind of just applying for jobs here and there no real um, idea what my path would be. And then God just kind of laid this right in front of me and was like, here you go. This is what I have planned for you. <laughs> and just kind of wow. trusted in him. And um, I went in, dove, dove right into the deep end. 
Um, I'd worked, I worked at the businesses that I own. I own two um, Merle Norman Cosmetic Studios, one okay. in Bridge City and one in Orange. And I worked here all throughout college. I worked here four years part-time while I was attending Lamar and loved my job and became a kind of well-known makeup artist in the area for events and um, high school events and proms and, you know, just all kinds of photographers and everything. Mm. Um, and my boss at the time, um, I was graduating Lamar and she had come to me and my parents and told me that she was selling the studios and she wanted me to buy them. And I thought she was crazy at the time I was 22 years old. I was like, what do I, right. what do I have owning a business? I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and for some reason I trusted her faith in me and my parents faith in me and, um, we went in head first and purchased the studios in March of 2017. So it'll be four years uh, next month that we've owned the stores and we have gone through some incredible ups and some really, really tough downs, but um, mm -hmm. we are still making it. So I don't really know um, what could have prepared me for this because I felt like I was not prepared at all, but somehow um, we have managed to do it and managed to... Um, you know, be still up and running even through a pandemic. So we're excited <laughs> to still be here. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, and, oh, and thank you. Story. And it it sounds like um, opportunities just opened up to you, but but you, that you also are an, an incredibly talented person. So fashion merchandising, I don't think a lot of people um, realize that Lamar has this degree. Yeah, um, I had no idea when I started here. I was a nursing major my freshman year huh? at Lamar. <laughs> Well, you so know, I had no clue. Yeah. Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. My mom was a nurse, and I always thought that that's what I wanted to do. And um, I, after my first semester, I hated it. I did not want anything to do with being a nurse. I actually, um, I kind of had a, have an odd story with Lamar because I had no plans of going to Lamar University when I graduated high school. My brother went to Lamar and. Um, he was very involved and, uh, he was an ambassador and he was in the, I think he worked in the office of student engagement. So he was very much like all around campus all the time. And he loved Lamar, loved everything about it. And I just wanted no part in staying in Southeast Texas. <laughs> Honestly, I was ready to get out of here. You know, when you grow up here, you're like, Oh, what else, you know, is there to well, offer? Probably want, wanting um, to do something different than your brother did. Right. He was, he exactly. Was right. Red. Yeah. He wanted to move on. Yeah. yeah I get it. Yeah. I didn't want to have to live in his shadows in college right. like I did through right. high school. <laughs> so um, I was actually planning on going to Texas State University. Um, I got accepted, was fully planning on going there. And then my senior year of high school, my uncle um, was diagnosed with brain cancer, and uh, he was only given a few months to live. And it just wasn't didn't feel right to me to leave my family during this really tough time. Um, mm -hmm. So I decided to stay here, go to Lamar my freshman year. And I was like, okay, after my freshman year, I'm going to transfer. And after my first semester, I could not have been more ready to transfer because I hated the nursing program. It was not for me. It was just very much obviously not my path. Um, right. And my mom convinced me to stay one more semester and finish out my freshman year and start um, at uh, a new university in my sophomore year so I could start fresh. And then one thing led to another, and my brother got me really involved on campus. I ended up joining a sorority, Zeta Tau Alpha, and um, kind of made my place at Lamar and never looked back. Strawberries and crowns forever. I got to tell you, I'm a yes. too. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. Um, you know, and that, 
people don't realize that there are more than 100 programs here at Lamar University, uh, many of them um, some of the best in the country, and um, there's a lot of activity. There's Greek life. There's more than 100 student organizations, and that makes a big difference, right? I mean, when you plug oh, in yeah. and you got to know the people, um, and there's no way to be different. That you want to yeah. yeah, there's no way exactly. You want to that was the only difference. Yeah, I just my freshman year, I didn't do anything but go to class, and I would eat lunch mm-hmm. by myself in the um, bookstore before. You know, we oh, had no. to have the big set that y'all have now. We didn't have that, so I right. ate lunch by myself in the bookstore, maybe with a couple friends who were from high school that went to Lamar. And then um, after I was done with class, I went to work, and um, I never really stayed on campus for any reason. And as soon as my brother um, convinced me to start getting involved, uh, everything changed for me. And I made those connections. And then I found out, like you were saying, that there was a fashion merchandising degree that I could get. And I was working. I've always worked in retail and boutiques. Um, I've loved retail my whole life. I just love making different connections with people like that. Um, It just always came really easy for me. And um, so, yeah, when I, I'd worked at a boutique in Beaumont, and one of my coworkers was a fashion merchandising major at Lamar, and I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't even, I had no idea. Um, right. So I told my parents I was changing my major, and they were like, we never saw you as a nurse anyways. <laughs> so uh, they knew that that wasn't the path for me, and I guess they just wanted me to figure it out for myself. Um, but, yeah, it just once I made those connections, um, and then, I, I mean, everything just snowballed from there. That's, that's a great story because if you had gone off, um, you may not have, um, you know, you would not have been able to work for the local business owner and you would not be owning Absolutely. the business that you have now. We're going to run mm-hmm. out of time. I want to find out real quick um, some some of the, um, maybe give us one challenge and one thing that you've overcome um, in, in your business. Um, I would say the biggest challenge for me was learning how to be a boss. I've always felt myself to be a leader. Um, I've always, I mean, I've never really had trouble with um, being a leader in certain organizations and scenarios. You know, I learned that through my sorority as well and through different organizations in high school, but I never really understood what it meant to be a boss and have all the responsibility um, that I have. And to do that so young, to start that at 23 and for my coworkers at the time to then become my employees, that was a really yeah. hard challenge for me. Um, we figured out how to overcome it, and I've had, you know, it's, we do part-time work here, and um, people come and go, and that's just, you know, is what it is. But I've managed to hire some incredible employees who are, are probably the only reason that I'm still here today because um, a business is only as good as their employees, 100%. But learning how to be a boss was really mm-hmm. tough for me. It's so young. It made me grow up really, really mm-hmm. fast to have all of that responsibility, Um at such a young age, but Erica, uh, probably great ahead. story. Yep, great story. I, I, I can't even imagine being a boss at 23, and uh, yeah, make, you make Lamar University proud, and oh, uh, we're thankful that uh, that you're out there. You're an alumni, and um, you you um, your business is uh, big and red every day, and I think that's great. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right, and we thank you for listening to the LU Moment. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University, Pride of Southeast Texas.